Hello, everyone. I'm Melina. And I'm Aditi. Welcome to an episode of Yakin' About Bojack. Yes, welcome. Melina, what did you think about this episode? Season 3, episode 11. That's too much, man. Well, I guess we finally found out what happened between Bojack and Penny, and I was very wrong. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, that among many things. I think the title of this episode really describes that's too much, man, because there was a lot. A lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol, mm-hmm. a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Chaos, how did you feel about the fact that it's a cliffhanger? I think they did this in the first and second season too. Like they, I think mm-hmm. they ended with the cliffhangers as well. Mm-hmm. So it makes you want to wait until the next week and be like, what's going on? And I think this is because Netflix releases all its episodes in a bulk amount. Every second last episode, Melina has been like this in the season. It has had the most sort of intense episode and it sort of left us hanging. And poor Melina, every time has had to wait. Listener, she waits. Ugh. i have to confess i did not wait when i first watched it like immediately i was like oh my goodness i have to watch the next episode and i pressed play the first time this time i'm waiting with you but i know what happens this is because i respect our podcast schedule thank you (laughs) but uh we'll i will talk more about what your predictions are what happens it's a juicy episode Uh, i do think that i thought this season ending actually happened last season which is why i was so confused i was like but they haven't set things up for this to happen yet. <laughs> mm. Makes sense. So it's juicy. It's interesting. But before we go on, Melina, mm-hmm. do you want to hear a summary? Yes, yes. Okay. Sarah Lynn's nine-month sobriety streak is when Bojack persuades her to join him on a drug and alcohol binge while he recovers from the rejection from the Academy Awards. During their binge, inspired by Sarah Lynn's Alcoholics Anonymous 12 Steps, Bojack tries to make amends with Diane and Mr. Peanut Butter, Princess Carolyn, Anna, Todd, and Penny. During their month-long bender where they do all the drugs, we learn about Sarah Lynn's dreams, hopes for the future, and Sarah Lynn and Bojack even do the heroin strain called Bojack. But what happens to Sarah Lynn? Nothing good. And not after a month of bending around like that. Not in a good way either. No water bending here. No water bending here. <laughs> well, what concerned me is how much Bojack was blacking out. Yeah. And then driving. I was really concerned. By the end, at least, you know, Sarah Lynn was consistently driving near the end of the month long. And listeners, we're proposing that it's month long because we start right after the Oscar nominations. I think they're sometime in January. And then the Oscars happen near the end. And Sarah Lynn's really sad, and she misses her winning an Oscar. Woo! You go, Sarah Lynn. She was so excited about how she loves the Oscars and wearing a dress, and she won an Oscar and wasn't there to receive it. Yeah. Good for her for winning one, though. Like... Yeah. Good for her winning one. That's true, for sure. But it was kind of sad that in the acceptance speech, one of her representatives took it for her, or, like, took the award for her, received it for her. And then in the the broadcast is like, please come home. Yeah, that was sad. That was sad. Bojack's making amends. What did you think about that? 
Mm. His making amends. I feel like he. We've talked about this last season, actually. Where yeah. I forget. Was it with when he was with Wanda? I think where he was trying to make amends. He was trying to make amends with someone before. He definitely tried to make amends with Todd after he came back from New Mexico. Okay. Remember with the improv situation? So he tried to do that. And this whole season, that's what he was trying to do. And he was being a better friend to Todd. Mm-hmm. But he did sleep with Emily. And then he hid it from him. Yeah. This whole, like, every single person he quote-unquote wronged, he tried to quote-unquote make amends. He never talked to Wanda. I guess Wanda's not in LA anymore. But they did drive all the way to Ohio to make amends with Penny. So clearly, he didn't feel like he really wronged Wanda, but he did feel like he definitely wronged Penny. Yeah. He actually admits this episode. I was really shocked, but they go to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, and there, Bojack admits to wanting to try to sleep with Charlotte, because Charlotte was his old flame, even though he came there and she was married. Kevin and the kids. Mm-hmm. And then... The way the episode played out, and I think we talked about it that episode, is it seems ambiguous whether Bojack was actually trying to sleep with Penny, and it sounded like she was the one who was trying to be, um, is starting the, the um, sort of initiating any act, any intimate act, because she kept asking and he kept rejecting. But, and I think we discussed this, we talked about how he had left the door open, and that's where I personally would incriminate him. And in this scene, he talked about how he he actually admits to trying to sleep with Penny. Mm-hmm. Right? In that alcohol, he actually uses the word trying. So maybe that door open was intentional. Mm-hmm. And he says that he doesn't know if Charlotte hadn't walked in, what would have happened. And he mentions this to the manatee from Manatee Fair, who Anna gets rid of, right? So yeah. I don't know how much of that is actually true or Bojack just living with this guilt is making himself more culpable. He definitely was not doing great things then and he has made it worse and he does have stuff to apologize for but do you think it was right for him to go to penny school to do that i don't think so especially like the whole stalking thing first of all like stalking yes. her to a library stalking yes. her like different things it's like it's already a problem he needs to stop stalking people <laughs> did it with anna he did it with penny that's very predatory behavior and I think mm-hmm. we said that before he wasn't really grooming her when they were, when he was in New Mexico, he kind of just didn't have a friend. But even that was kind of like not great behavior because a 50 year old man having like a teenager as a friend is kind of weird to begin with as a, as a sort of premise. And it sort of speaks to Bojack's lack of maturity and responsibility and accountability. And I think I understand he feels guilty about this, but his approach of stalking someone made it so much worse and not just stalking but also high and stalking oh yeah hi oh my goodness it was so awful and sarah lynn was also like why are we doing this yeah Um, (laughs) oh my goodness and it seems like what concerns me is blackout bojack when he's in control that really scared me because he didn't really know what was happening Mm -hmm. and i though i was glad he was trying to make amends trying to find closure i found it very frustrating that he wasn't getting actual help um Mm -hmm. yeah i kind of wish that sarah lynn had been stronger and said nah i'm not going to that binge i'm nine months sober and then taken bojack to the aa meeting but sober yeah but i mean i guess sarah lynn's gone through a lot as you can tell from what she's been saying throughout this episode yeah 
she's been talking a lot about some of the things that um, you know, we, we t discussed, I think, when she was first introduced about a child actor and how Bojack spoke to her on the set, how that wasn't really how you would treat a child. Mm -hmm. But her being on set and being a child, we talked about how she was kind of like his coworker. And if she was just his equal adult coworker, it may not have been bad. But because mm -hmm. she was a child and also younger than him, he sort of told her some very disparaging things, very hurtful things that would have messed up her sense of self-worth. Mm -hmm. um, but she brings up that it's child labor. It should be illegal. She didn't know what she signed up for. Sarah Lynn mentioned she wanted to go to college, but she never got a chance to. She mentions how her co-star, Joelle, who was also a child actor, got an mm. eating disorder because of the writers on the show and the way they, they wrote her character. So she openly admits that she feels like the entertainment industry, horsing around, everyone has sort of used her and she feels a little bit fucked up. Even when she went to win an Oscar, she says she doesn't like being her. She doesn't like who she is. Mm -hmm. And it's like the opposite. It's like the exact opposite of the picture that they're painting through the horsing around show where they're like, she's happy and like enjoying life. Yeah, it's I'm... not only just from the show, but also... Mm -hmm. The fact that everyone ignores all the problems she has because they're not really making money off of it, right? It's this fact that I think, like, this is how I see it. Everyone around Sarah Lynn only sees her as a way to make money. Mm -hmm. When she was younger, and we saw this in the flashbacks with Bojack, her mom saw her as a way to make money and signed her up for the show. Mm-hmm. And when she become older, became older, the agents, the managers, everyone was like, hey, we can get a slice by, you know, she becomes a singer, she's successful, right? Mm -hmm. Even on Bojack's show, this is, happens as a flashback in the middle of this um, episode where mm -hmm. he is talking to Cuddly Whiskers about his rebooting that, or not rebooting, creating the Bojack Horseman show, which flopped. Mm -hmm. And they talk about how they'll bring Sarah Lynn in, right? Mm -hmm. and Bojack's like oh she's too big you know getting her in would be great for the show but she may not say no but everyone's seeing what they can get and and that's kind of how the world works right everyone wants a slice of their pizza so they want to see what they can get mm -hmm. but Sarah Lynn from her childhood which is why it's so key everyone has been trying to get something from her to make mm -hmm. money they've been trying to like use her commodify her she's like currency in some mm -hmm. sense and I feel like she has never had the chance to define herself for herself not just to sell it not just mm -hmm. to sell herself as an actor as a model as a singer she's always had to like sell herself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she's never had a chance to just be herself and discover who that is and go to college or have mm -hmm. hobbies i think this whole episode you list up is there anything else you caught that she said she wanted to do uh, be it, yeah, the college thing, becoming an architect, like... Oh, right, the architect mm -hmm. thing. Oh, that was really sad. Yeah. yeah. I feel like throughout her life, like, the only real person I feel that cared for her was Herb Kazaz. Like, he kept in touch with her, with all of them, yes. really, like, after. Yeah, Herb actually cared, and mm. he kept in touch. And it's not like she couldn't become an architect today, right? Like, she mm. could go back to school. But I think it's, like, now it's similar to Bojack where her self-worth and validation is so low when she was not on alcohol and sober, she kind of had, like she was, mm. she was doing good things. She was like waking up early. She seemed healthy, you know, 
she was talking about how being in her happy place with stolen baby skin. That was weird. But, you know, she was actually doing pretty well. Yeah, it definitely would be difficult for her to, if she were to have gone to college, like, she definitely yeah. would have been treated differently. Like, even she had paparazzi, like, chilling yeah. around her house. Like, it was going to be really hard for her to, yes, like, make friends, like, actual friends. It kind of reminds me of, in the news, we talked about Britney Spears. This year, actually, was freed from her her conservatorship. Uh, basically, Britney Spears wasn't allowed agency over herself. Mm-hmm. Um, for 13 years or more, basically, her dad just took control of her life. And the thing they talked about was that they this was conservatorship was exploited because people who were controlling her basically got a cut of all her revenue. They forced how much she would have to mm. work, everything. And it was so they would get a cut of that money. And she wasn't able to prove that she's able to be independent and be able to take care of herself. And it's strange because she was an adult at that time. She didn't really need a conservatorship. She needed access to like mental health services. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people attribute to the reason she had a breakdown in the 2000s, early 2000s, was because of the paparazzi. Um, people also attribute Diana Spencer, you know, Princess Diana, passing to being she was being chased by paparazzi when her car crashed, mm-hmm. right? In a lot of ways, definitely the show... The people in her life trying to commodify her and the paparazzi is also trying to commodify her because her photos, her image, her story sells. Mm. And they're taking photos of that. They're trying to commodify her as well. This is uh, this is why you do not want to be in a public eye. <laughs> you know, like I... Yeah, I definitely. Mm. It, it's, it's very, I think there's a level of fame you hit in which it just spirals and you cannot contain it. We were going to start by talking about who Bojack was making amends to. We talked about Penny. Oh, yes. Yes, he definitely owes Penny an apology. The way he went about it was very wrong, very predatory. What did you think about him making amends to Todd? Or to the child that looked like Todd. (laughs) This is why Todd should just leave him. Like, he doesn't even... But I guess he was high at the time, but... I mean, the whole thing, too, where he's like... Where he did absolutely nothing wrong and that she can make her own choices and like is he yes. into girls? Which is also a question, but it's also like that's not part of the whole apology. But it is a question, like, is he into yeah. her? But also like that's not part of the whole that all of that was unnecessary for his apology. Exactly. I think we talked about this a few episodes back about the art of apologizing. And it's not really an art. I think that that um makes it disingenuous. It is a skill, and it, the skill is about owning it, accepting this responsibility, listening to the other side to learn and understand, right? Mm-hmm. Grow and learn from that experience. For that, there's a lot of listening. His apology was not like that at all. Nope. Nope. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think that, like, this is just one thing on, for, like, a big thing for sure between Bojack and Todd's, like, friendship, but there's definitely a lot of other things that were building up in Todd like this just happened this was just one that was like yeah tipping it over yeah what did you think about Bojack and you mentioned this irrelevant questions he made about is Todd even into girls like I didn't even know what you're into what did you think and what do you think about Todd in terms of his um where do you think Todd lies in that because I remember before he did have a girlfriend like uh I think on like a call or something I forget I remember he had money in a bank oh this was Season one, he was going to get conned by a Japanese Yeah, artist. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like... Yeah. Yep. And also in the flashbacks, 
Emily is his girlfriend. They are dating for two months. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see he can be into girls. Whether or not he wants to be with Emily like as a partnership is a, yeah. another question that they need to still have that discussion about. <laughs> yep. Well, if they are. She's she's still owner. Did Todd buy her out? I think he didn't buy her out, right? I think he let her keep the stocks. Although, given where his direction was going... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she wants to sell it. If I was her, I'd be like, I want my name out of this. <laughs> You're dragging it through the mud. But who knows? We'll see. I mean, I hope. I hopefully like there will there will be more like more about it in the future because I want to see what happens. Yeah. Just like I want to see Princess Carolyn and Ralph because yeah, yeah. That was another person you tried to make amends with on the lawn, screaming, waking up Ugh. our neighbors. Princess Carolyn doesn't seem to really acknowledge him. But I'm glad, you know, we talked about this at the time. They've been friends for so Mm -hmm. long. And I felt like he'd really wronged Princess Carolyn, even though he didn't owe her Mm -hmm. anything. So I'm glad he apologized. But the little reveal that she was with Ralph. (laughs) I was like, take that, Bojack! (laughs) Why take that? Like, I definitely don't want Bojack and Princess Carolyn to be there. It's not like he asked to go out again, but... If it was in the past, like... Princess Carolyn would have forgiven him and they would have gone out together again. That's what happened for the 23 years I think they were together. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I think it's 30 years of friendship now. Yeah. Right. How many years they were friends? A long, long, too long. (laughs) Too long. And you're right. It's nice and really refreshing, but she didn't need that. She's moved on completely. Mm -hmm. Now she's dating other men, right? And I was excited to see Ralph. Were you excited to see Ralph? Yeah, I was like, I want to see more of where this goes. (laughs) okay what are your predictions for her and ralph i mean i still don't really know much about him because like we still really haven't really seen him we couldn't remember what his i don't think they ever said maybe we'll finally find out yeah maybe we'll finally find out i think you were saying before who's he finance? i think he looks like a writer type a writer type glasses That seems offensive. Melina, you also wear glasses. Are you a writer type? I guess I have to be now because I wear glasses. (laughs) Yeah, that's what Melina Logic says. Okay, we'll find out more about Ralph. Okay, we'll find out if he's a writer Mm -hmm. type. But I'm glad that you're right. Someone was with her to, you know, be like, I don't need you. I'm not going to rebound back to you just because you apologize, Mm -hmm. which is good. Though Bojack had Sarah Lynn. So, you know, it was, uh, it wasn't like he was going to immediately leave and go off on a date. The next person on his amends list is Anna. Oh, yeah. And, oh. How do you think oh, that went? The whole forgetting. Oh, my gosh. Anna has so much patience <laughs> to, like. <laughs> Anna has a lot of patience. She retold the story uh-huh. multiple times. Uh, what did you think about her story, the lifeguard story? Her life, I can see the lifeguard story. Makes makes sense to me. Sometimes. Wait, so you're, aren't you a lifeguard? Mm. I don't remember, but I know you have to. Like years ago, I do remember taking courses, but I forgot if I became certified or not. But I also know, like, you have to like recertify. I see every couple years. So, so my question is, did they actually tell you in your lifeguard to not save some people? Because that's what Anna basically said. <laughs> um, did they? I don't think so, but I think they did say like try to find things around you like if a person looks so heavy that you can't save them i think like the idea was that you should still find something around to try to help like because there's no point in having both of you dying there Mm -hmm. i mean drowning there 
But if you can get like something to like toss the lifeguard rings or something, because there are some people where it's like they're too big for you to save. They're they're stronger than you. They're bigger than you. So while they're thrashing or panicking, they might just drag you down. Right. Like you mm-hmm. just you have to swim back encumbered with with them. Yeah, I don't remember what they said. I do remember. There was this one technique yes. where, and this is like years ago, so it's possible that they already changed the um, the things they teach yeah. by now. But years ago, like when you're approaching someone, um, you like when they're like thrashing around, you like not kick them. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> splash, splash water at them, like so to to kind of like stop them from thrashing around or like to, to calm them down so that they won't like rat at you oh i see so uh, distract them and then go, yeah go for the graph <laughs> I I did think, yeah so i thought i know lifeguards are not doctors right and they have not taken the hippocratic oath but there is a hippocratic uh-huh. oath that doctors take they're not supposed to do any harm that's what the the summary of it i don't know the exact word for word for the oath is but they're not supposed to do any harm and i felt like a lifeguard saying i can't save these people because it's too hard it's kind of like the opposite <laughs> of like i'm just gonna let them die like they're not even gonna call 911 at the coast guard like i was like wait like i understand the concept of like uh they're outside of my skill level so and by trying to rescue them myself i will lose my life and then i can't save other people so i understand this but call a coast guard like that was a very brief weird message i was like you know they, you can ask for help that's one of our very important skills we have in our life ask for help if they're outside it's like don't go alone i thought that's how that message would end but no it just said don't save people <laughs> i mean i don't know what kind of swimming academy anna went to yeah. <laughs> so like but it seems this was a theme so anna told us a story where she basically said some people will drag you down when you save them so don't save them right mm. when they were at the aa meeting there was a woodpecker mm who said people change mm-hmm. because they have to change and the circumstances force them to change. And he was basically mm-hmm. trying to say how there are some people who won't change unless they're forced to. And in that mm-hmm. way, I feel like it was very similar to what Anna was saying about how you have to, you can't save everyone. Like this concept, I think that was there this whole episode was really about changing yourself to become a better person, to save who they are, both Bojack and Sarah. Are they lost causes? Right. That's what Anna's basically saying. Mm. You're a lost cause, Bojack. You're going to drag me down. And then the woodpecker is basically saying that people change because they have to change. And if they can't change, there's no hope. Right? There's, if there's nothing forcing them to change, they'll never change if there's no hope. Hmm. I think it's true in the woodpecker sense. I think it's true that people won't change just for the heck of it. Like, there must be something that wants that, that makes them want to change. Whether it's fear, whether it's inspiration whether it's, like, another person that they want to change for or, or like, if it's something, like, society asks of them. Like, I think there are, like, otherwise, like, if people are comfortable with what they are, like, in, in Bojack's mm-hmm. sense, technically, he can just keep doing what he yeah. needs, like, what he's yeah. doing now. Like, he doesn't technically need to change because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, using alcohol to numb himself, using sex, drugs to numb himself, keep pushing people away. He's repeated that cycle for yeah. more than 50 years now. Although right? it's also, I guess, different because ago. it's a bit different now, I guess, compared to before because people are actually leaving now. Like before, Todd still stuck around. Yeah. Princess Carolyn still stuck around a lot and she had like helped him out a lot. 
but before that mm-hmm. there was marv there was mm-hmm. herb you know i feel like there's a rotating cast mm-hmm. of people in bojack's life who have left uh, cuddly whiskers yeah. is kind of gone joe pill right like they used to be part of his life and then as he pushes them away they mm-hmm. go on and then there's this new cast princess carolyn mm-hmm. hung out the longest right todd hung on pretty long but you know, maybe they'll leave in a new cast. So he just continues his pattern as long as mm-hmm. fresh people come into his life again. So, like, until, like, they all leave? Well, and, of course, like, other... Because there's always a lot of other... Mm-hmm. A lot of factors that will cause a person to change. But let's mm-hmm. let's just use the example of people. Like, if all his relationships were to leave, then yeah. he might be like, okay, maybe I want to do something now. That's if he values these relationships. Like, if he doesn't, then it's like, mm-hmm. for him, there's still no reason to change. Yeah. For Anna's point about the, some people aren't, like, are just lost causes, I think that people can take a long, long time to change. Some people may be lost causes, but it's also like, mm-hmm. how much time are you willing to put in to, I guess, help that person change? So, for example, if a person say, let's say it would take them 10 years to change. As an example, we we won't know because yeah. we just won't know. But then it's like, can a person withstand being with them for the whole ten years, or maybe even five years, or six years, or do is do yeah. we need like a different person like each year for that person to change? Like, and so maybe the first nine people will be like, okay, this guy's a lost cause, or this girl's a lost cause, this person's a lost cause, this horse is a lost cause. But the 10th person, yeah. because they've already done a lot of incremental changes throughout the years, like, yeah. the 10th person will be like, oh my gosh, like, this person's managed to change, and they're not a lost cause. Yeah, what you're mentioning is those incremental small changes people don't notice. But I wonder whether, I feel like Bojack's very anti-seeing that change of mm-hmm. right? And I think it's because people, like, you don't notice the incremental changes once. Mm-hmm. You can also resist those incremental changes. Yeah. And it's because we stay in that sort of fixed mindset. And when you're in that fixed mindset, it's almost as if you're you're sort of forcing yourself to not change. Mm-hmm. And then you're cursing yourself for the life you have. Mm-hmm. Which is what he does when he goes into these these um, drug vendors and alcohol vendors. It's, he is not rewarding himself. It's sort of like he's punishing himself. Because this isn't good for him either, right? Mm. And it's constantly like he doesn't want to change. He's resisting incremental changes and he punishes himself. And even when he does an incremental change, like he started treating Todd better, Mm -hmm. right? Which he did this past season, you know, we were highlighting that, is he was making a conscientious effort. He was making some improvement. He immediately takes like two steps back and then he punishes himself for taking those two steps back. And he creates, he makes the divide even worse. Rather than sometimes when you're, you know, taking a step forward, Mm You may take two steps back, but you're like, hey, I was able to take that step forward. Let me try to take another two steps forward. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep trying to negotiate with it as yourself and keep pushing. But Bojack almost seems to, the moment he notices a single step back, he punishes himself. Mm-hmm. I think part of that is also, he still hasn't, isn't really, hasn't really dealt with the things that his mom has told him since when, yes. since he was young. Like, oh, like he's going to be a fool Definitely not dealt with it therapy is needed for that but yeah yeah. so like with each like i imagine like it's not explicitly shown but i imagine with each like Mm -hmm. setback it's kind of like all the negative voices from like oh you're a failure oh it's coming back Mm -hmm. which makes him hard it's difficult for him to want to keep trying to move forward or see that he's made some progress yeah you're right where he hasn't dealt with those previous demons 
and they sort of hold him back from progressing even when he does right mm-hmm. from really making it into solid life progress and that's why we see so many patterns and i always bring up the previous patterns because the way he mistreats todd often reminds me of herb which was his last best friend mm. right and he tries so much with todd and i do think he's doing better but he definitely mirrors that relationship a lot and he mirrors a lot of his relationships again and again um and it's it's difficult because you can't really see this pattern and that's why i definitely think therapy would help him with this um that being said i have i have another person he made amends with Mm -hmm. that actually brings me back to something that mirrors this episode Mm -hmm. so he went to make amends with diane and mr peanut butter Mm -hmm. it went badly i don't know did they actually make amends i don't think so i think like they just ate all their food first of all like (laughs) rude (laughs) and then tried all their clothes yes and then like pretended to like role play as diane and mr peanut butter no i think they didn't I think they did. Didn't they have sex together or no? At the, at... No, I think they, when they were role, starting the role play, Diane and Mr. Peanut Butter came in and they're like, uh, we have a bed. You guys should sleep off. Oh, okay. Your drug right. Okay. And then they're like, ah! And they ran away and I was like, what? <laughs> okay, then no, yes, no, they did not apologize. That was so calm from Diane and Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> they're like, oh, it's just these two again. What else is new in Hollywood? Oh my god, yeah. So the reason I bring this up is Sarah Lynn and Bojack this episode mm. sort of enabled each other to be really negative. Mm. And last season, if you recall, at the end, season two, episode 11, uh, was it episode 11 or episode 10? Before he goes to New Mexico, mm. Diane and Bojack spend a lot of time hanging out together because Diane is crashing at his house. And Wanda complains that Diane is a negative influence on Bojack. He decides to no longer go to set. Oh, yes. He spends all day drinking right they spend all day and it's it's a different type of vice so though diane did consume a lot of alcohol Mm -hmm. she was numbing herself with food and she was definitely she was definitely doing some numbing and she had very different vices from bojack but they both had a sort of bender if you will just less extreme in the sense of they didn't black out and travel halfway across the country and possibly injure murder people Mm -hmm. with their Mm -hmm. what do you think about the comparison of the dynamic of Diane and Bojack spiraling negatively and Sarah Lynn and Bojack. Well, I mean, there's definitely one big difference in it is that Diane had Mr. Peanut Butter's positivity that kind of like got her out of the spiral. I don't know if it did it really get her out of the spiral. Mr. Peanut Butter and her did talk every day. Mm-hmm. And it did seem like Bojack eventually left. I do think if they had continued, I think Bojack would have continued being depressed like Diane was, right? Mm. Like, we'll call it for what it is. Diane was depressed. Mm. And I think that Sarah Lynn and Bojack are also not healthy. But in their bender, I don't know whether it was Sarah Lynn enabling Bojack, but I don't think she was driving it. I think Bojack was in the driver's seat. Whereas with Diane and, and Bojack, when they were both there, Diane was in the driver's seat. And I don't think she was a good influence on Bojack because she was sort of destroying his acting career a little bit. Mm. But maybe it's really disparaging to say, but I think that Diane in the driver's seat is less externally destructive. She's very internally destructive. What do you mean? Right? Like she sabotages herself internally. And I guess Mr. Peanut Butter was impacted, but it didn't seem like she really destroyed the world around her. Mm. Whereas Bojack, when he goes on a binge like this, he's in the driver's seat here. He's driving around high. 
and it looked like they ran over someone. Yeah, they uh, destroyed um, Mr. Peanut Butter's accountant's son's house. Oxnard. <laughs> yeah, house, his playhouse. Poor Oxnard, the accountant. But also before that, before they ran to the playhouse, they also ran over someone. There was like a human that went over the <laughs> oh, no. windshield. They, they went to pennies. They destroyed houses. Mm. You know, it was way more external, even though they were doing damage internally and, and obviously very much so mm-hmm. there is a huge contrast between these two right yeah and i think that's because of the type of people and the type of destructive habits that diane and bojack have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when they're into other personalities um it depends yeah yeah no i can see that and i feel that especially with diane's being more internal it's like other people can't really see can't really see the impact yeah. of what she does and then like I guess it's more so in terms of, I think I read somewhere the difference between, maybe I think of ADHD. <laughs> I think of ADHD, where it's like, boys tend to be more external in their symptoms, and girls are more like, not as easily seen, so they're they're often misdiagnosed, but then that is not relevant to this conversation. Oh, I heard that also with autism. Yes, I think with autism too. So I think with a lot of diagnoses, the way men and women, mm-hmm. so we're generalizing here, Obviously, Melina and I are not mental health professionals, but definitely the way we diagnose men and mm-hmm. women are very different. And maybe that's the reason why Diane and Bojack really exhibit two very different behaviors with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that Bojack was definitely in the driver's seat of this bender. Do you agree? Yeah, Bojack definitely was starting Like, it. he was also literally driving. Yes. <laughs> I think he definitely was starting it because, like, Sarah Lynn was just chilling and doing her own life until he caught her. Yeah. I think they enabled each other a bit, but eventually, like, yeah, he just kept gone going and she was just kind of like I don't kind of bored I just want to go back and do whatever's now yeah and I think she could have left any time mm-hmm. because she was an adult but I do think that Bojack plays a parental authority figure in her life mm-hmm. even though she's well into adulthood right mm-hmm. uh, which is why their their sexual relationship was so troublesome and uncomfortable and wrong in so many ways However, the part that I found really sad and the way I say, even though latter half of this episode, Sarah Lynn was actually driving, Bojack was in the driver's seat because he was dictating everywhere they went. Mm, And Sarah Lynn kept asking for one thing. Yeah. Going to the planetarium. Which she finally got at the very, very end. Yes. She finally got the end. So I think until the very end, she wasn't in the driver's seat. During the planetarium drive, they find Bojack the heroine they do it and they go to the planetarium Mm -hmm. the last line of this episode Mm -hmm. is bojack saying sarah lynn sarah lynn Mm -mm. because she's not responding Uh what do you think is gonna happen next (sighs) predictions melina did she die it's possible after a whole month of bending like that it's possible Mm mm-hmm would Bojack, would a show like Bojack be that dark, though? <laughs> I mean, she might just be severely hospitalized, possibly. But let's stick with the severe okay. hospitalization. But, now. but who knows? The show okay. has thrown some interesting wrenches around. So who knows? We might actually have a death here. Okay. Okay. And in terms of, is Bojack good or bad? I think you flip. We'll flip flop on this. I think last episode you were mentioning someone else talked to you outside, one of our fans, and they convince you that maybe when you look at it overall, summarizing it, mm-hmm. it's a different picture than every episode as we're seeing it incrementally. Mm-hmm. I do want to remind you the death toll is possibly Penny's friend who was hospitalized. Uh-huh. No, no. <laughs> the death toll? Oh, no. 
right? Question. Uh, then we have person they ran over. <laughs> and maybe Sarah Lynn. Do you think Sarah Lynn's death would be on him, though? I mm, I think so. Like, especially when with you, when you're with your peers. Like, it's hard to say. It's hard to say no. Peer pressure plays a role. She is technically an adult. She does play a parental role. We mentioned this, where she, even though she wanted to leave, she could have left, right? Mm-hmm. She was even driving near the end. Yeah. Not the, when they went to the planetarium, but before that, you know, back from Ohio. Mm-hmm. But just like peer pressure. And also with the fact that she was also very unhappy with her life. It was like an escape yeah. as well. So yeah, it, it was not a great being around drugs and that kind of like mindset and everything is not a great. It could it could be uh, dangerous. Yeah. And I think that um, so we have this sort of like two and a half, maybe like one and a half, possibly zero death toll. Um, <laughs> do you think Bojack's good or bad? You've been neutral in the past, Melina. You've been swayed slightly. What are your thoughts now after this episode? This episode, he just, he went on a whole, his whole bender, his bender thing. He was trying to make amends. I know I said some negative things before. He, he was trying to make amends. But I don't, does it really count when you make amends when you're high though? Mm. Nope. <laughs> There's one of my favorite songs. I tried to sing it when I was in middle school. This is Dating Me. Uh-huh. Uh, it is by Evanescence. Uh-huh. Call me when you're sober. Oh, uh, how does it go? Like you never call me when you're sober. Uh-huh. You only want it because it's over. Ah, uh, yes, I remember this. <laughs> yes, you remember this. So it kind of reminds me of BoJack because even with Princess Carolyn, when he's a rebound, when he's broken up when he's typically high or um or drunk right mm. some way high on alcohol or, or or drugs he never calls him unless he's he's high on something right so mm. you never call me when you're sober you don't really take accountability otherwise does it even count if it's only when you're when you're high that you're actually thinking about us right and we're actually trying to you have the courage to do that does it count because he's trying to make all these amends with good intentions but you're right he's not sober i think it is also like he can try to make amends, but then it's yeah. like, you can try something. I think Sarah Lynn said earlier too, with the, the 12 steps where she was like, oh, she learned about how to make amends. Like you just say sorry. And then you can just keep doing the things again, but you just keep saying sorry and it's okay. And it's like, for me, it's like, yeah, to me, a sorry does not like, I know everywhere out now, everyone just like, oh my gosh, apologize, say sorry. And I'm like, that is not enough. Like, bro, like, girl. You have to take accountability. You have to learn. Yeah. You accept you did something wrong and you can move on. You know, some of the things in recent um, history, recent history or recent news, Lizzo mm-hmm. had a song, mm-hmm. Girls, G-R-R-R-L-S, mm-hmm. and she was called out for having ableist language in her song, right? So I won't say the t- word exactly, but she actually... Um, apologized for it she accepted that she did something wrong she had ableist language in her lyrics and then she took accountability and she changed the song wow yep and people are are lauding this and and rightfully so for being a good way to take accountability like when you apologize you also have you know you also followed up with how am i going to change how am i going to prevent this in the future what is my next action going to be right an apology comes with taking accountability from listening right so like she apologized she listened to the community that she hurt she understood why this was wrong Mm -hmm. right 
And then she was like, I understand why I heard it. And I'm going to do this new action to fix it. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that is not just saying the words, but having actions to follow it up, which is what, when Sarah Lynn says you apologize, you do it again. You just apologize again. It's, there's no change unless Mm -hmm. you go through this path of accepting it, Mm -hmm. learning, and then changing. Yeah. The learning and changing is uh, hard to do. Even if yeah. a person can have the best of, of intentions, as is, we can see from Bojack for the past three seasons. Yes. He's he's always had best intentions. But, you know, it's mm. the execution. It's actually learning. And I think it's... I don't know if he's really listening. Mm. It's like... it's like, I think it's just a constant battle of, like, he has his new information, but then he has all his, like, old, like... Like, it's hard to break a habit. Yeah, that's true. We talked about this, too especially old habits that are patterns in our behavior mm. those are extremely hard to break but melina you've been dodging my question <laughs> good or bad bojack hmm. i mean in this episode definitely everything is if we were to add everything onto like a scale okay i like it's definitely tipping more on the the worst the worsening part, <laughs> I guess. And I think this is key to say that we're right now looking at Bojack, and we talk this so many times about his actions, right? Like, mm. he as a person is neutral, but his actions right now are tipping on the bad side. Mm. Yeah. Okay, let's see how that goes. Let's see what you think next episode. Melina, you have your prediction. Mm-hmm. Prediction is that um, Sarah Lynn will be severely hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've mentioned that you think we'll hear a little bit more from some of the other people. We'll probably see more of Ralph mm-hmm. uh, and PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to find out more about Diane and Princess uh, Mr. Peanut Butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think we'll see any more from Penny? I think, oh, actually, it's hard to say. Because I know like, she definitely did not want to get near, go near him. So it depends, I guess, if he's going to keep trying to stalk her again. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't think, like, they're going to... I mean, there's always a chance Labrador Peninsula, I guess. They went to Labrador Peninsula and they also went to um, Ohio. Yes. So, you know, there's a lot of places going. So we'll see where it comes. Yeah. What are your predictions for the last episode of season three, the finale? What are your predictions? I don't even know. This is going insane. Or do you think they're going to pick up right after this episode? What do you think is going to happen? This, I don't think it'll pick up right after the episode. I think, like, it'll be... Yeah, I don't think it'll pick up right after the episode. If Sarah Lynn is hospitalized, they're probably going to end up in like a hospital scene. Hopefully they're not going to end up in like a funeral scene, but we never know. If we do, that's going to it's gonna get hit Bojack hard. So you think the only situations are hospital and funeral, and what are your predictions percent-wise? You're saying 80% hospital? I mean, it's also possible she just fell asleep from <laughs> from the uh, from the vendor. This is also a possibility, yeah. I guess. And your ranking of that is one hospital, two funeral, three sleep? Uh, probably hospital and sleep and death at the end. Last one. Okay. I think the hospital and the sleeping are about equal. Okay. The death probably a lot less, but who knows? The show might surprise me. Okay. We'll have to find out next time we watch this uh, season, won't we? Listeners who already know, this is very interesting. We've had a lot of cliffhangers. You know, Melina's track record has been uh, a bit of a coin toss, right? So pretty much it. So we'll find out whether Bojack Horseman can surprise her or not. I probably will be very surprised. 
I'm, I feel bad laughing. It's a very dark season of the show. And honestly, there's a little bit of joy in the fact you don't know what's going to happen. But every part of this episode has been impactful, mm. right? And it really hit home how hard it can be to navigate through mm. life, to navigate through our faults and our struggles. Mm. So though Melina and I make light of it, we're, we're chatting this up and, and Bojack makes a good medium to start these very important discussions about breaking our bad habits about trying to become better people and trying to change mm-hmm. so one takeaway from this episode is don't go around doing drugs for a whole month and driving yes and eating everyone's like food when and breaking into people's homes <laughs> or breaking into people's homes and trying on their clothes and kind of, you know melina that should be your fun weekend activity <laughs> just kidding okay on that note i think we should probably wrap it up we'll find out what happens next time when we're chatting and we'll see if melina is surprised remember to like and subscribe and we'll see you next time bye follow us on our socials we're yakking about bojack on instagram and yakking about pod on reddit you can listen to us on anchor spotify breaker google podcast pocket cast and radio public Yakin' About Bojack is produced, recorded, and edited by Melina and Aditi. Music is by Podcast Co.'s royalty-free album, Keep Calm and Podcast, the song One Fine Day. All thoughts on this podcast are personal opinions. If you or someone you know is experiencing issues with addiction, substance abuse, or any of the topics mentioned in this episode, please know there is hope and seek professional help.